We're in the second week of a homily series meant to prepare us for the upcoming season of Lent that is entitled Discipline on Ramp to Lent. And I shared last week how oftentimes the reason why it's hard for us to get into the season of Lent is because we don't have sufficient time to prepare for it. And that there's what we call the discipline of Lent that helps us to make a significant change in our lives. So last week we reflected on how God calls us in preparation for Lent to focus on one thing, that thing in our life that we feel most needs to change and to focus our Lenten discipline upon that one thing and becoming aware of what that one thing is right now. This week, we reflect on how God calls each of us by name. And something that I think oftentimes we don't always understand when we hear the first part of the gospel that was just proclaimed is when our Lord invites us to repentance, what he's doing is he's saying, I want you to receive my good news. We can forget how the gospel is meant to be good news. I know some preachers who have said before that if we smiled a little bit more, sometimes while we preached, maybe people would understand that it is good news that's being proclaimed. When Jesus says, repent and believe in the gospel, what he's saying is not to have gloomy faces on. What he's saying is, be joyful. Let go of what it was you were going to before because I have something even better for you. That's what repentance is all about. But so often what we do when we think of repentance is we just think of what we've got to give up. And that's why it's hard because we don't want to let go of that thing that we're holding on to because we think that's what's going to bring us happiness, what's going to bring us joy, what's going to fulfill the longings and desires of our heart. Why would we want to let go of those things if it seems like there's not going to be something even better to take its place? That is what Lent is all about. It's about preparing us to let go so that we can receive something even better, something that will bring even more joy and fulfillment to our hearts. That's why people wanted to follow Jesus. That's why they heard him calling. Not because of the fact that they were saying, oh, you're going to let go of all those things that are fun and that you enjoy doing. Because they realized those things weren't as deep as they at first thought they were when Jesus spoke to them and when Jesus called to them. They realized that Jesus was inviting them to something deeper, something better, something that even more filled that longing and fulfillment of their hearts than what they were doing before. Now, in the Diocese of Austin, our Bishop Vasquez has asked us to preach on how God has called us, in my case, to the priesthood. What is the vocation story? And when God was calling me to the priesthood and someone asked, Father Charlie, why are you a priest? My shortest answer is, I fell in love. We don't often think about that when we think of priesthood. And to me, that's sad because the way that I define a life vocation is it's how did God create your heart to receive love 
and to give love. That's what I define as a life vocation. So I chose to become a priest because this is the way that my heart desires to love others and to receive the love of others. In fact, when I was in college, I dated a wonderful woman for two years. And what actually caused strain on our relationship is when I was spending time at church, <laughs> was when I desired to help serve others. It was literally a way that I felt sometimes like I was in a tug of war. I had a hard time just focusing on that girlfriend because my heart wanted to love many people, wanted to serve many people. That's the reason why I'm a priest, because I realize that I desire to serve each and every single one of you, that I desire to love each and every single one of you. My heart can't just focus on one person or on one family. It desires to love in a broader-based way. So that's what I always define as a vocation to the priesthood of religious life. Does your heart have a hard time focusing on one particular, and your heart desires to love in a more general, a broader way. That's a hallmark of a vocation to the priesthood, to the religious life, to consecrated life, because that's the way God has called that priestly heart, that religious heart, to love and to receive the love of others. When we reflect on the vocation of marriage, if I were to ask anyone here who is married, why did you marry your spouse? The answer I'm sure that I'm going to get is I fell in love with them. So that's the way we think of married life. And we need to think of priesthood and religious life in the same way. That it's all about falling in love and receiving love in that way. And while the priesthood is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, it's also the best thing. And I think if you were to talk to anyone who's married and has a family, I think they would tell you the same thing. They would say that it is the best thing that they've done, but also probably it's the hardest thing. Because the most worthwhile, the most fulfilling, the ones that God has called our heart to will stretch us in ways that we've never been stretched before, but they also will fulfill us in ways that we've never been fulfilled before. That's what the gospel's all about. Following Jesus and allowing the gospel to live in our lives stretches us. It brings us to a place that we never knew we could go to. It helps us to grow and develop. It's not easy to follow Jesus. But it is a joy to follow Jesus. And it is fulfilling much more so than following the world. That's why I continue to be a priest, even in the midst of any of the difficulties of how it is to follow our Lord in that way, my heart continues to love and desire that path. Also, when I was discerning whether God was calling me to the priesthood, my heart also has always had a great love of helping people to know of God's healing power in their lives. I discerned whether God was calling me to be a doctor, to be in the medical field at one stage of my life, then when I was in college, I was actually preparing to be a licensed professional counselor to help people experience that form of healing. But I realized over time that my heart was drawn to help people, especially to experience God's healing power through the sacraments, 
through anointing of the sick, through confession, and through pastoral counseling and spiritual direction and just praying for people. I get a lot more requests than the average priest I've learned over the years for pastoral counseling. I used to think it was a normal thing until I started comparing notes and I realized this isn't normal. This is something that is unique to the way who God has made me and the calling that God has given to me. And every time that I have the blessing of being able to pray for someone, it's a great joy for me. It's a great moment of intimacy. Because you see, each of us needs intimacy. There's a certain form of intimacy that a married couple experiences, and there's a certain form of intimacy that a priest or religious experiences as well. But all of us need those moments of intimacy. Every time that someone asks me to pray for them, it's a great moment of intimacy. I'm literally inviting God in to whatever is that thing that they're asking for prayer in that moment. I feel the love of God fill my heart for that person that I'm praying for, and my own heart is drawn to love and pray for whatever it is that that person is experiencing. It's a great, privileged moment for me when I experience that. The best definition of the priesthood that I've experienced actually happened during the early portions of the pandemic, which I knew were hard for many people. But they were some of the most privileged moments and intimate moments for me because when everything was shut down, I was permitted to enter hospitals, especially the one right by us, when other family members were not. I remember how family members who knew that I was going to be actually able to physically go and be with their loved one who was close to death would tell me oftentimes, tell them goodbye for me, give them a hug for me, give them a kiss for me because they could not do that for their loved one at that moment. But I was that one who was able to be there and to offer that love for them in that way. That's what the priesthood is all about, being for people in those moments of great need, showing them the love of God when they need it the most. And that is the way that my heart especially desires to love and to show love. So on this call by name Sunday, my specific ask is for any of those who have not chosen your vocation in life is be open to whether God might call you to the priesthood religious life, to consecrate your life to love in a broad-based way rather than loving in that more specific way that is the hallmark of married life. Just having an openness whether God is calling you in that particular way. And as I shared my story today, if something stirred in your heart, listen to that. That's the way the Holy Spirit works. When I heard various priests' stories, when I was discerning, there were things in their story that touched me, and my heart wanted to respond to that. For those who have already chosen your life vocation, please pray for those that God is calling to serve in this particular way and invite people as well if god puts someone on your heart tell them i think you'd be a great priest i think you'd be a great religious sister a great religious brother a deacon or any other form of service that the lord puts in your heart to invite that person to so often when i was discerning my path to the priesthood there were moments when i heard a voice that discouraged me that said who do you think you are 
to be a priest. And each moment when I heard that, someone would reach out to me and say, Charlie, I think you're being called a priest. Have you thought about being a priest? And it reassured me in that moment when I was hearing that voice that was discouraging me. That's something we need. I think that the reason why more people are not entering into the priesthood religious life or quite frankly, dedicating their lives in general to God is that the voices and discouragement of the world and that inner voice of discouragement that they hear is overpowering and that we're not telling enough people and inviting enough people to be encouraged in serving God in whatever way that they're being called to serve God. Because of course, we all know we're all called to that. So for those who have chosen your life vocation, please invite someone, encourage someone, listen to that voice and inspiration of the Holy Spirit. If God is inviting you to say, hey, I think you'd make a great priest, a great religious sister, a religious brother, that I think God's calling you to serve in some kind of form of ministry, etc. And after Mass today, in the entrance of the church, there'll be an opportunity to fill out either a physical card where you can write down the name of someone that you think is being called to the priest to the religious life, and they will be contacted and given a note by our Bishop Joe Vasquez inviting them, or know that you can also do that on the internet. If you go to our parish social media pages or our flock note e-newsletter that we have, you'll also see where there's a link that you can go and submit the names of anyone that you think would be called to the priesthood of religious life and to help them to hear that call and that invitation. And there'll be other prayer resources at that table after mass as well. But again, as we prepare to enter the season of Lent in just a few weeks, Focus again on what's that one thing God is inviting you to change in your life. And if it's hard to focus on that thing, receive the encouragement that our Lord gives us in today's gospel of repenting, of changing our lives, not to give up something that we desire, but to realize that we long for more, we want more, we want that greater form of love that our heart is created to receive. And for those who have not chosen your life vocation, please consider whether God is calling you to the priesthood or religious life. Those who have already chosen your life vocation, invite someone, pray for someone, encourage someone, and even more than just encouraging them to the priesthood and religious life, encourage them to ministry to the Lord in general. My form of ministry is one form of ministry, but there's so many different ways that God continues to call those to minister, and we need to encourage everyone that God is calling to minister in whatever capacity.